Job chapter 28 Surely there is a mine for silver and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the ground and rock is poured out as copper. Man puts an end to the darkness. He searches the farthest recesses for ore in the deepest darkness. Far from where people live, he sinks a shaft, in places travelers have long forgotten. Far from other people, he dangles and sways. The earth from which food comes is overturned below, as though by fire. A place whose stones are sapphires that contain dust of gold. A hidden path no bird of prey knows, no falcon's eye has spotted it. Proud beasts have not set foot on it, and no lion has passed along it. On the flinty rock man has set to work with his hand. He has overturned mountains at their bases. He has cut out channels through the rocks. His eyes have spotted every precious thing. He has searched the sources of the rivers. And what was hidden he has brought into the light. But wisdom, where can it be found? Where is the place of understanding? Mankind does not know its place. It cannot be found in the land of the living. The deep says, it is not with me. And the sea says, it is not with me. Fine gold cannot be given in exchange for it, nor can its price be weighed out in silver. It cannot be measured out for purchase with the gold of Ophir, with precious onyx or sapphires. Neither gold nor crystal can be compared with it, nor can a vase of gold match its worth. Of coral and jasper no mention will be made. The price of wisdom is more than pearls. The topaz of Cush cannot be compared with it. It cannot be purchased with pure gold. But wisdom, where does it come from? Where is the place of understanding? For it has been hidden from the eyes of every living creature, and from the birds of the sky it has been concealed. Destruction and death say, with our ears we have heard a rumor about where it can be found. God understands the way to it, and he alone knows its place. For he looks to the ends of the earth, and observes everything under the heavens. When he made the force of the wind and measured the waters with a gauge, when he imposed the limit for the rain, and a path for the thunderstorm. Then he looked at wisdom and assessed its value. He established it and examined it closely. And he said to mankind, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to turn away from evil is understanding. Chapter 29 Then Job continued his speech, Oh, that I could be as I was in the months now gone, in the days when God watched over me, when he caused his lamp to shine upon my head, and by his light I walked through darkness just as I was in my most productive time, when God's intimate friendship was experienced in my tent, when the Almighty was still with me, and my children were around me, when my steps were bathed with butter, and the rock poured out for me streams of olive oil. When I went out to the city gate and secured my seat in the public square, the young men would see me and step aside, and the old men would get up and remain standing. The chief men refrained from talking and covered their mouths with their hands. The voices of the nobles fell silent, and their tongues stuck to the roof of their mouths. As soon as the ear heard these things, it blessed me, and when the eye saw them, it bore witness to me. For I rescued the poor who cried out for help, and the orphan who had no one to assist him. The blessing of the dying man descended on me, and I made the widow's heart rejoice. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My just dealing was like a robe and a turban. I was eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. I was a father to the needy, and I investigated the case of the person I did not know. I broke the fangs of the wicked, and made him drop his prey from his teeth. Then I thought, I will die in my own home, my days as numerous as the grains of sand. 
My roots reach the water, and the dew lies on my branches all night long. My glory will always be fresh in me, and my bow ever new in my hand. People listened to me and waited silently. They kept silent for my advice. After I had spoken, they did not respond. My words fell on them drop by drop. They waited for me as people wait for the rain, and they opened their mouths as for the spring rains. If I smiled at them, they hardly believed it, and they did not cause the light of my face to darken. I chose the way for them, and sat as their chief. I lived like a king among his troops. I was like one who comforts mourners. Chapter 30 But now they mock me, those who are younger than I, whose fathers I disdain too much to put with my sheepdogs. Moreover, the strength of their hands, what use was it to me? Those whose strength had perished, gaunt with want and hunger, they would roam the parched land, by night a desolate waste. By the brush they would gather herbs from the salt marshes, and the root of the broom tree was their food. They were banished from the community. People shouted at them as they would shout at thieves, so that they had to live in the dry stream beds, in the holes of the ground and among the rocks. They brayed like animals among the bushes, and were huddled together under the nettles. Sons of senseless and nameless people, they were driven out of the land with whips, and now I have become their taunt song. I have become a byword among them. They detest me and maintain their distance. They do not hesitate to spit in my face, because God has untied my tent cord and afflicted me. People throw off all restraint in my presence. On my right, the young rabble rise up. They drive me from place to place and build up siege ramps against me. They destroy my path. They succeed in destroying me without anyone assisting them. They come in as through a wide breach. Amid the crash, they come rolling in. Terrors are turned loose on me. They drive away my honor like the wind, and as a cloud my deliverance is passed away. And now my soul pours itself out within me. Days of suffering take hold of me. Night pierces my bones. My gnawing pains never cease. With great power God grasps my clothing. He binds me like the collar of my tunic. He has flung me into the mud, and I have come to resemble dust and ashes. I cry out to you, but you do not answer me. I stand up, and you only look at me. You have become cruel to me. With the strength of your hand you attack me. You pick me up on the wind and make me ride on it. You toss me about in the storm. I know that you are bringing me to death, to the meeting place for all the living. Surely, one does not stretch out his hand against a broken man when he cries for help in his distress. Have I not wept for the unfortunate? Was not my soul grieved for the poor? But when I hoped for good, trouble came. When I expected light, then darkness came. My heart is in turmoil unceasingly. The days of my affliction confront me. I go about blackened, but not by the sun. In the assembly, I stand up and cry for help. I have become a brother to jackals and a companion of ostriches. My skin has turned dark on me. My body is hot with fever. My harp is used for mourning, and my flute for the sound of weeping. The scriptures are quoted from the NET Bible, netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved.